You are listening to the audio version of the Courtauld Digital Media blog. My name is John Ramsey, and I am a digitization volunteer. Thank you for listening, and I hope you enjoy this post. Title, AF Kirsting and the Picturesque. Written by Irma Del Monte. Posted on the 18th of June, 2019. Looking at the world as if it were a picture is a relatively recent phenomenon. Yet nowadays, with the advent of smartphones and social media, the practice of producing pictures is embedded in our daily routine, and the term picturesque is more relevant than ever. The Revo Terrace at Duncan Park in Yorkshire triggered my interest as it makes such a picturesque use of the exquisitely ruined Cistercian Abbey nearby. Both sites are well recorded in a photo reportage I found in the Conway Library while digitising the box. The focus of the photo series, partly conducted for country life, are the temples, especially the rotunda, which gives us a trustworthy example of how the rotunda in Stowe, designed by Sir John Vanbrugh, would have appeared before Borough remodelled it. Of all 113 pictures, two are clearly outstanding. They were taken by Anthony Kirsting. Despite being described 40 years ago as the foremost photographer of his generation, there are no publications dedicated to Anthony Kirsting's work. Although evaluating Kirsting as the best photographer of his generation is a matter of personal judgment, and every scholar or critic has his favourites, what is undeniable is the value of his contribution to the British photographic scene, and his place alongside photographers such as Yearsby, De Mare, and especially Edwin Smith. Carefully selected and framed, their pictures poignantly explored another Britain, prizing evolution rather than revolution, variety, rootedness, and respect for landscape and vernacular architecture. If we analyse Kirsting's pictures in detail, we can trace his painstaking and meticulous approach to framing architecture. Looking at the negatives, the brightly centre-lit abbey stands out immediately as the protagonist of the composition. The horizon is high in the picture, above the centre-line, which places emphasis on the nature of the landscape. Indeed, the vantage point chosen by the photographer perfectly positions the viewer to enjoy the content of each plane of the image. Our sight of the distant hills may have been blocked by the foliage that dominates both sides of the photographs, but, as it is, this position gives us an all-encompassing view, as in Claude Lorraine's paintings. The abbey, like the two temples, stands perfectly vertical, framed between the wavy grass lawn and the dramatic cloudy sky, Kirsting's signature. In the image of the Ionic temple, the vantage point chosen is especially significant. To obtain his chosen angle, Kirsting would have had to walk down the slope to position his tripod and wait until the columns were all fully lit. To conclude, Revo Terrace constitutes a unique example of landscape moulded on a picture's composition before photography came along. Even if the visitor, an 18th century guest of Duncan or a 21st century influencer, perceives the Revo landscape as natural and spontaneous, it is in fact totally constructed on a vantage point to create the effect of a picturesque paintings. Likewise, looking at Kirsting's photographs through his framing device, a half-plate camera, we can see that he didn't just construct a picture, he also altered the vertical lines as though he were a painter. <laughs>